And we're recording. Right, welcome to Fresh Meat. This um, is a slightly different episode today. We're in, we're at home during the pandemic, we're in our third lockdown. Um, and I have got the pleasure of having Will Gould, a friend of mine, on the show today. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, life in lockdown and, you know, his life growing up. Um, that's what I love to do, interview people. So hello, Will. <laughs> hello, Martha. How are you? This feels, this feels slightly weird, I think, all being in lockdown together. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, this is not how ideally we wanted to do it, you know, but, uh, you know, hey-ho, the, the wonders of technology. <laughs> yeah, I've got my new microphone here um, that I got for Christmas, so I'm very, very happy. Good. Very good. That. got very my own little nice. home studio. Very good. Um, ever been on a podcast before, Will? Do you know what? The first podcast, so I'll give a little bit of, um, I, I will say, yes, I have actually. If this, if this, if this doesn't count, let me know. Go on. I went on uh, a, which I'll introduce um, a friend of uh, ours that we know, Dan Norcross, who you, who you know quite well. Um, he, when he ran his very own uh, kind of internet based kind of radio show called Test Match Sofa which was uh, about, uh, probably about maybe nine or 10 years ago. I was only 12 at the time, but I had a quick little kind of 15, 20 minutes on a little Sunday evening, a Sunday afternoon slash morning doing a bit of uh, podcasting and uh, just having a bit of time to myself. But apart from that, no. So I'm actually really looking forward to this. this to introduce the show, Will, do you want to tell us a bit about your recent experience um, on a on a kind of interview podcast you can tell us a bit about one of your embarrassing moments <laughs> on a podcast quite yeah. soon on. <laughs> which you which you yeah which you which I've told you about before so for many of your listeners uh and they will probably know this I am a big cricket fan and uh they and there's a podcast that two cricket journalists have set up during lockdown um, and they've managed to get a very good um, guest on called Sir As the Cook, who is a, who's one of England's leading uh, top batsmen. And so I thought to myself, right, I'll send a question in. You know, it'll all be really good. It'll all be really preparing. And uh, so on my piece of paper that I had written down, when it came to the interview, I had the qu- I didn't. I basically I wasn't really prepared. So I gave it all kind of like I gave it a oh, hi, Alistair. How are you? Blah blah blah. I've just actually forgotten my question. So if you wouldn't mind just hang fire for a minute or so. On this live podcast. On this live podcast. And amazingly, they all did very well to kind of style it out as they would. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, which is uh, very it's good. It's very funny. There you go. That's a lesson to be learned. It's all that, that, Yeah, always, always come prepared, people. <laughs> great great to kick off the show I love that story um so Will tell us a bit about your first song and your choice behind it um it's a great song it's a classic it's Return to Sender by Elvis Presley tell us a bit about why you chose it so my so this is a song where that I sang this at primary school when I back in I think 2006 uh, no, sorry, sorry, 2008. Sorry, I've got it written down here. And uh, my friend, I, I don't know if she'll be listening to this, but I'll give her a little shout out anyway, Jasmine. She was playing piano at the time. And uh, she had to, during rehearsals, I was 
I was like, I was really like nervous and really terrified. So she was there in the background, just in case I'd forgotten and stumbled over the words. So I got off on stage, all very good. And um, it turned out that she had to stop playing about halfway through because I knew basically all the words. And um, yeah, it was it was really good. And that gave me the confidence to kind of sing on stage for the first time. So, yeah. And are you a big singer? I yeah, I have sung I have sung quite a few uh, songs uh, on occasion. I actually was in the same talent show. I sang it when I was a bit older. I was in uh, my two friends actually formed a super group, and we called ourselves on the play of this. And you'll like this, fake that. And we sang <laughs> we sang uh, the uh, we sang the take that song, the flood, which which was uh, very song. good. And uh, yeah, I've done a little bit of singing as well at secondary school as well. I sang, ran, I sang Rhinestone Cowboy by Glen Campbell. So that was uh, really good. So yeah. I didn't know this talent about you. No, I know, right? Fancy, well, there you go. If you fancy joining in to the singing the song, then you are more than welcome. But right now we're going to listen to Return to Sender by Elvis Presley. Here we go. Return to Sender by Elvis Presley, which was a 1962 hit single and was in the film Girls, 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 which you might all have seen. Um, and it was on the number one, wasn't it, for the UK singles and a Christmas number one. I wouldn't associate that with a Christmas song, would you, Will? No, neither, 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 neither would I. <laughs> there you go. There so you go. This one you sung at school. I'm trying to envision it. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, uh, so there's me on stage very little at the time and I think I must have been I think I was in year two I think or year three at the time 
And so the guy, and so the teachers introduced me on stage. It was it, it was a proper kind of talent contest. So there were four judges there, and um, I had my uh, and also as well. So Jasmine there was so I went over and played the piano. And uh, yeah, she had to stop playing about halfway through because uh, I knew all the words. And then and then at <laughs> that time, I, I I did actually literally go <laughs> through, actually, uh, which was uh, which was good. Um, oh, so, yeah, there, we go. so there we go. There we go. So you had a great singing career in primary school and then so we go on to your secondary school and yes. you went to two different secondary schools didn't you Will? Well I I went to uh, well I my secondary school that I went to was uh, the Moat School in uh, Hammersmith and Fulham and that was a really and that was a good uh, I would say kind of step up for me because you know I had that whole year of you know GCSEs um, coming up and just you know meeting new people which I'm very good at and um and so yeah I I found that you know we we got given our own laptops at school so you had a little bit of uh responsibility um in uh at secondary school there um so uh you had to you know you had to buy a laptop bag and you had to you know make sure you had to carry it around and there were you know you had had your own locker at school as well so you so you were able to you know put your bag in your locker and all that um and uh, so yeah the, the good the good thing about that is that um doing work on laptop is that some of the students who weren't so comfortable writing um on bits of paper were able to type up their work their work on their you know computers and uh, they were able to uh, send their work to the teacher just basically via email so it's just getting used to in it getting used to doing yeah. um you know sending emails and using the various bits of software and all that which was which was, yeah for sure I remember having touch typing lessons at school um, yeah I did as well actually yeah it's, I loved it though <laughs> I know it's one of those things where actually uh, at, sec- at secondary school as well my my uh, ITT teacher for like the first I think it was maybe kind of year or so had had the first kind of 15-20 minutes of every IT lesson right sit down you've got to do I think it was 15, 20 minutes of touch typing before we start the actual lesson. So you're there, sat, you know, I think we have to follow a computer software system. Program, yeah, yeah. yeah. Computer program. Um, so, yeah, um, and having said that, I still I still can't touch type. <laughs> I'm very kind of friendly. I'm very kind of like, eh, eh, eh. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the exact same. same. I know, um, but yeah. I'm very grateful for it. So we've talked about your passion for singing, Will, but also you have a huge yes. passion for sport, in particular cricket, don't you? Exactly, yes. Yeah. So uh, that's... This is how we. This this is how we kind of. Well, I was going to say, kind of know each other um, yeah. in in some kind of way or kind of some some way, shape, or form. Because uh, my dad's a massive cricket fan and uh, and still is, obviously. Um, so uh, picking up, I'm I'm a very kind of sporty person. I love I, I love my sport. Obviously, cricket's my number one passion. But you know, I love all sport really. So I love my football. I love my rugby. I love whatever. I support Chelsea, obviously. If any, if anyone, if, if, if anyone, anyone was wondering, if anyone, yeah, if yeah, if anyone wants to know, um, I'm you must have it. struggled quite a bit over lockdown, Will, without the live sport. Oh, it was a massive struggle, Martha. Let me tell you. Um, <laughs> at first, at first, it was good to kind of relive repeats and all that of you know, of you know, after Premier League games and you know, yeah. 
previous cricket games, but then after a while, when it came up again on on the Sky Plan, you thought, right, I'm not watching this again. <laughs> you know, I've seen that about 20 times. Um, I'm, really, I'm really not watching that. So, so did you well, broaden your horizons and what you watched, Will, or not really? <laughs> sorry, sorry. Did sorry, you broaden your horizons and what you were watching? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah a, a little bit, actually. We had a little... Kind of, I mean, actually, what, what I suppose, I suppose, is actually, kind of, quite good about the whole, um, the whole kind of, I want to say, kind of lockdown and all that, is that, um, is that it's kind of given, and we're going, and we're going to probably go onto this later on in the show. Um, but the whole kind of, it, it, with the sport and all that, it was, it was just good to relieve, to relive kind of good matches and good games to, to kind of actually go, oh, I remember that, and oh, I don't actually remember that game when Chelsea beat Tottenham in 2009 or something. I, I really don't remember that. Um, yeah, and they did, and Sky, and Sky actually did a really good thing, actually, where they uh, did a couple of watch-alongs. So they got the main um, kind of protagonists of the day and of, of I should say, of the event. And it was like they, they were able to ask them very kind of like direct questions, like, how were you exactly feeling at this precise moment in time? You know what? You know what? What? What are you kind of thinking at yeah. that time? And, similar to um, the Alistair Cook podcast. Similar, similar, similar to the Alistair Cook podcast. Yeah, yeah. although that that was more, that was more kind of about his kind of career and all that. But oh, you know, okay. it, it was good to. But but you know, it was a, it was a really good uh, kind of uh, interview, which was uh, which was. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us a bit about your next song, Will. This is so, one of your favourite bands of all time. It is one of my favourite bands of all time. And this has got a little bit of happiness and a little bit of sadness to it, actually. So um, it's... Tell us uh, what the song is. So yeah. the song is Rule the World by Take That. And as you said, this is one of my greatest bands of all time. I love them. Um, but it's got a little bit of sadness to it because, uh, unfortunately, anyone who doesn't know, uh, my mum sadly passed away about seven, eight years ago, which was a bit of, which was a real kind of hard hitter for me. Um, and funny enough, I was actually at secondary school at the time when that kind of happened. And so, you know, the, the first year of that was a real kind of hard, hard kind of, yeah, it was really hard for me. And um, so this song, the song was played at her funeral and um, it just makes me also as well think of very happy times as well. It's one, it's one of my favourite songs as well. So, yeah. Did you tell me once you went to a concert together? I did. I, I did. We, um, so I've been to go and see Take That about uh, three times now. Probably overthinking that now. Wow. Uh, once, once with that, actually, funny enough, all, all three of them as a three-piece. So I see them, you know, as a flesh as a five to go and see them as a um as, as a threesome so yeah that was uh oh, so yeah and, and you know they're they're all you know amazing all of, as their three which was uh which which was uh really good um, oh so, yeah. good well here you have it this is for all the world by take that i hope it brings you back some nice memories huh?
a song. Oh, that was good. In 2007. I... And did you know that they sang that at the closing ceremony of the London 2012 Olympics? Because I did do, not. Do you know what? I did actually know that, amazingly. Did you? Um, I did, actually, yeah. Um, I, was, I, was, I was actually giving myself... Oh, there is a, I'm not going to lie. There was a little kind of tinge. I did kind of nearly feel a little tear coming down my... My cheek as I was as I was listening to that. Um, oh. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I'm you know I'm glad. I think it's such a beautiful song, and I had no idea that it was written for um, that film Stardust. Yeah, which which actually annoyingly I haven't seen. So I know I that's really, that. really annoying. Right, I need to. Right, I need to do that. So you look back on re- really fond memories of Take That, and when you listen to it, it causes a lot of emotion for you, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's one of those. It's one of those, you know, if I'm sure many, many of your listeners have been to going and seeing uh, seeing your favourite band or your favourite person in concert and mm. you just look back on it and go, oh, God, blimey, that was such it was a really amazing night, you know, and you kind of think, can that be topped again? But actually you go, actually, no, it probably can't, you know, and especially with me going to see them three or four times the amount of times yeah. that I have been to go and see them, they just keep getting better and better and better as well. Um, so it's, yeah, so it's, so it's uh, really good it as well. It can be topped, there you but, go. But yeah. And if you don't mind me asking, Will, yeah, is, is there any one particular memory, maybe can be involved with Take That, maybe doesn't have to be, that just you think of when you think of your mum or one of the best memories you have? It could be a, one of those very important things. So I'm also a very, I like listening to BBC Radio 2, as did Mum as well did. And there was a good kind of thing in the morning where Chris Evans was on Radio 2 in the morning. And I, every single morning we, I used to come in and, you know, I don't want to make this sound really kind of awkward and all that for your listeners, but I used to come into her bedroom and we, you know, have a cuddle and then we, you know, think, right, at 7.30, let's, you know, right, the news has started, right, let's get up and let's get ready for school. So now we know we set ourselves a nice little kind of routine of, I'd come in at about seven o'clock or something, something like that in the morning and have a good kind of 15, 20 minutes and all that. Dad was already at the house by then, so it was, so it was actually kind of quite nice just to have a little bit of time to uh, yeah. myself and me at the time, but also as well, watching Strictly as well, which I'm going to come on to uh, later on in the... Yeah. Yeah, you're a big well. fan of Strictly. Big fan, which will be which will be really good. Um, so yeah, um, as as I said to you, as the song was as uh, before the song was played, the first year was really was really hard. Yeah. Um, not not just for me as a as being young as well, but for my dad and Freddie as well, having to get used to you know not having not having your mum around. Yeah. you know that's kind of a big kind of part of your life you know having a having ha- having having a lady in your life and you know I mean yes I've now got Bonnie the dog but you know she's now she's now really is no help um, <laughs> around the house so um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm I'm, ha- I'm having to basically, yeah, I've I've had to you know as the time's gone on I've kind of had to take a big kind of step in responsibility in the house so, uh, especially so, yeah. the oldest oldest child as well. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, and um, yeah. There's, you know, as you look at as it, as I look back on it, you know, it's been, you know, there there've been some good times, and there've also been some, you know, sad times as well. But that was a little bit of both as well. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I mean, I didn't have the privilege of meeting your mum. We met shortly after, didn't we? Um, yes. And yes. I, um, you know, I'm, I'm upset that I didn't. But she sounds no. like a wonderful woman. 
And I think you've worked out very, very amazingly well. Um, and you work very well, the three of you. So, oh, well, thank, thank you. Memory. No, thank you very welcome. much. That's very, very kind. Are you sure you've seen any photos of her or anything? Surely. I might have seen a photo. You might have seen a photo, yeah. In toilet, actually. Oh, <laughs> oh, lovely. Oh, glorious. Oh, <laughs> Do you remember thanks, having thanks. a look at that? Nosy look. Thanks for sharing that. <laughs> um, sorry, sorry, that wasn't necessary. No, that's fine. That's fine. We can, we can cut, cut that bit out if you want. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can always edit that. So, you well, that was, that, at sec- that was at secondary school. Um, yes. And then that was, and then you moved. Did you move school shortly after? I d- so then after, after after I left secondary school, so I went from year seven to year eleven. And I did a, I thought to myself, right, what do I want to do with my life now? And I kind of thought to myself, there was something about me that just thought, right, let's go to boarding school. Let's do something. Let's, let's, let's just get away from London for two years, you know, and just, and just, and just see what that's like. Yeah. Um, and actually, it was a really um, enjoyable um you know kind of experience I mean yes there was a a thing of you know think of looking for you know sick forms in um in uh in kind of London and all that but uh there was there wasn't really a, a kind of a big kind of impetus for me to say to myself right I want to stay in London I want to do stuff in London um I I just thought right I would afford yeah. it I, yeah exactly yeah because I, w- I wanted just to see kind of what it was like and yeah. um might have been quite a nice, you know, just to get away from home for a bit. Quite a nice exactly, place. and you know, because I, I was able to come home at weekends and all that, and um, you know, because I'm a, a, a weekly boarder. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I was a, I was, I was, I was a weekly boarder. So I was able to come home. I did the majority of that anyway. Um, just, just, just because I mainly thought, right, there's a bit, a bit of it at home. Um, I did a little bit of, um, I just like kind of getting into a routine as well at the weekends yeah. as well with, you know, with my sport playing and whatever. Um, but I did meet some really nice um, people here, actually. And also as well, the main kind of reason as well of it was because I wanted to basically get away from Dan and Fred for two years as well. <laughs> to, not have, to not have someone say to me, right, we'll put your stuff in the dishwasher, right, we'll, <laughs> right, we'll bring your laundry down, you know, do all that, bloody, bloody, blah, blah, blah. Like, although, although, although having said that, at secondary, although having said that, at boarding school, I did have to do oh, that own, well. all, that, all that as well, which, which was actually, you know, quite nice as well. I was able to get support from the cleaning, from the, from the support staff in the boarding house. And, um, yeah. and that was all, um, and, that, and that was all very good. And so, there, are there any funny memories you take from boarding school? Any lessons learned or anything like that? Um, not, I, I wouldn't say kind of lessons learned. Mm-hmm. I would say kind of fun memories of saying, you know, I enjoyed the experience and I'm, I, you know, I met some people as I met some really nice people as well, who I'm funny enough, I'm still in contact with, you know, as such as a big wide world as well. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it was, it was just nice to kind of go to a different college where I was able to study. So I, I, so I, I went to a different college in, in a, I went to Strode college in street, which is where I did, my studies and my um and my work so I was able to um do that as well um so I was able to if they wanted to I was able to come back and do a little bit of work at say kind of two three o'clock or something or I'd do a bit of work in the evening or something if necessary just to just to kind of 
you know, kind of make sure that everything was kind of uh, on top of all that. Um, I studied, when I was at Strode, I studied, to, I, I, for the first, I, I was there for two years, the first course that I studied, I think I, I did kind of what, what, what you did, I think, in your first year at Bristol, which was doing a bit of a kind of mix and match of everything. Mm. So I was able to kind of see, right, what do I actually want to do yeah. in my second year? Um, and then my second year, um, I studied health and social care. So learning about kids and, you know, because that, you know, might be something that I, you know, I want to do in the future and all that, um, which was all good. So that was only about, you know, the human body as well and learning okay. a little bit about, um, you know, just kind of about looking after yourself. And So that. you specialised in health and social care for the whole yes. of your final, final year? Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. And did you, and so that covered yeah as you said covered a really broad range. That covered a really big range actually. Um, and when you sorry when you decided that you wanted to go into health and social care, did you have kind of a small selection of things you could choose from, or was it like a really broad? Um, yeah, there was a yeah there, there there was a small kind of selection that um, that uh, I wanted I wanted to do, um, but there was a kind of like a little kind of path that kind of dragged me towards health and social care. Um, which was because, you know, I wanted to be interested to see, you know, this might lead me to a, maybe a career path, maybe in the future of maybe working, you know, not just with kids, but maybe it could be working with a nanny or yeah. you know, doing, you know, whatever. And had um, you had previous, like any experience or anything? That you- I'd done, yeah, I'd, I'd done, I'd done a little bit of um, experience actually looking after, um kind of childcare and looking after children. I used to, I used to actually find out, I used to go and help out the PE department at my, at, at my old primary school actually, where I sang this, where I sang Return to Sender actually. And, yeah. that, was a, and that was a good, you know, it's a, it's a, we, we still have a very kind of close connection there because you know, we have a few people that we know who still fun enough work up at Fox and that's a really good kind of, yeah. kind of, good kind of link there. And they're always kind of supportive and all very kind oh, of good. out for me and Freddie and dad, which is really good. That's lovely. So that was your final year in um, in set in college. In college, yes. Talk us through your third song. Well, was so my third choice is a song which many major listeners might or may not have heard of. It's Three Lions" by the Lightning Seeds. Now, this was a big anthem at the time of the FIFA World Cup when mm. England got to the semi-finals of that of that tournament. And um, I was actually, funny enough, I was at boarding school, actually, when the tournament actually started. So I watched the, I watched... Was it 2016? 2018, it was. 2018. Yeah, 20. And so I, funny enough, I spent basically the majority, I spent the majority of my time watching that tournament from... um, from Somerset, basically. Um, And it it was a good... Kind of thing, we'd have a good kind of group of us, and we'd all sit down and watch, you know, England play. Um, there was a big kind of moment when uh, England played Colombia in the, I think it was the round of 16, I think, or something, where um, it was, I think, I think it was a Friday night, I think, or something, and it went to penalties, and England had never won a penalty shootout before in their lives. But Colombia were really like cheating, they were scuffing up the penalty spot. They were, you know, they they they, they, were, they were just they were just really horrible. And um, so once that game was finally over, he finally beat them. Um, 
if you if 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 if, if you if you don't want to know what I'm talking about, honestly, go and go and have a watch <laughs> of the England penalty shootout. I've watched it about you know three or four times during lockdown. Was it still, one of those things? And it still gets me one of those things that goes, oh my god, have we actually done that? <laughs> so yeah, and it there was a every big, time there was a there, there was a good little kind of kind of commotion about the country when England were in that tournament as well everyone would kind mm. of go kind of get home from work at say everyone would kind of bunk off work at like 4 35 o'clock and go right I'm leaving work early mainly because England are playing so England, yeah. England, yeah, England would normally start at seven o'clock brought uh, the community together a lot exactly exactly yeah. it was so yeah. I remember um when we reached the first, I think it was a semis or a quarters. Did we? Where, yes. where did we get to in that? Tournament? We got to. We got to the. We got to the semis. We actually. got to the semis, and it was semis the quarters that. match that we won. And yes. um, we, I was in a large group of people, my whole family there, all standing up, and and it was that goal that we scored right at the end that made us win. And I got beer spilled all over. <laughs> oh <me. laughs> no! Oh no! I was really focusing on the game, just the fact that. Well, at the playing. moment, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're not a big kind of fan of it. You just you, you just didn't really care how many players were on the pitch. You just <laughs> white or red scored. That was it. Exactly. But I think for those that haven't watched the penalty shootout, I'm sure a lot will have heard of this yes, song. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And um, so here it is. It's Three Lions by the Lightning Seed.
there is that was three lions by the lightning seas which was released in 1996 i did not realize it was that early but unsurprisingly it does reappear in the uk singles chart around all major football tournaments um and it was actually co-written by comedians who host the fantasy football um league which is david 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 frank skinner yeah Frank Skinner and uh, the guy who kind of co-wrote it, it was by the Lightning Seeds, but uh, the guy, uh, David Badil, um, he wrote that as well. So yeah, hopefully this, I think if England do well in this year's tournament, which hopefully this year's Europeans Championships, which hopefully, fingers crossed, will go ahead, ahead yeah. uh, you guys might be hearing that, uh, you know, in pubs and Once again. bars and music stations around the, around the world, around, around the country. So, Will, we have talked about your school career. Yes. Um, what happened after school? Tell us a bit about... So I just want to um, explain to the listeners that Will is um, a very special case for us, a great case, because Will hasn't been to university, and we love that, um, to have tried to provide a bit of variety in the show. He's going to tell us about, about his experience going into working life. Yeah, so what happened after university, um, after university, after school, Will? So after school, I thought to myself, right, I kind of feel that I need to, I'm at that age where, you know, I need to start getting a paid job. And luckily, so I came back to London, I finished my two years at boarding school and my second, uh, and so uh, my, uh, luckily the, um, the, uh, the Hammersmith and Fulham local authority were running a supported internship, um, which is basically for any, any of your listeners who don't know, it's basically a way of getting into work. Um, and so I thought to myself, right, I'm going to really happily uh, enjoy myself and, you know, see what that will do. So I did, so I did a, a two rotation. So I did two. So the whole aim of the, um, of the scheme was that you do it's it's run by a college um calendar so you'd um you would start in september and you'd end in kind of may or june time and um so the main aim of the scheme was to get was to be on three rotations it's unemployed and then hopefully by the end of the scheme you would get a paid job mm-hmm. so the first rotation i did i worked at the l'oreal uh kind of head office if you'd like it in hammersmith you did, yeah. I was, which was a, which was a, re- a really kind of nice kind of opportunity for me. I was doing kind of main reception, mm-hmm. and you know, so you know, answering the phone, sending emails, and doing all that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was uh, so uh, so uh, that was all good. Eye opening, I bet. Did you get any insight into L'Oreal? I mean, it's a it's a makeup brand. Isn't it, it? It, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's a makeup uh, French brand. Um, well, there's I some d- nice looking women walking. Well, oh God, you had to, oh, I, I knew I knew you'd say that. I knew you would. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. There were. Um, <laughs> Really? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I bet an eye-opening experience. Very eye-opening, and the the building. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't know if you've ever driven past it when you've been in London, or when you've been in London, you've seen it. But it is so big. It's like I walk past it every day, and it's basically, it's basically, it's it's really tall. It's it's I think I think it's eight floors up or something, and it's just it's just the view. Once you get up to the very top of the building you get an amazing view kind of all over London, which is, 
which is uh, wow. really good. I bet um, you must have so felt that, quite grown up going into an office. Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what? Actually, yeah, I did actually feel actually kind of quite grown up. I actually thought, oh, I can actually kind of now properly now start to take things seriously now. <laughs> uh, which is good. Um, excuse me. Um, so your and, sec- what was your second one? So my second rotation, and 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 you'll like this. Most 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 of the people know this. Um, I worked in Nando's for uh, for uh, to, for well for a year. Well, for as as my second rotation. Yeah. And so I was I was serving customers and you know in front of the house and meeting and greeting and everyone. And so I thought to myself, right. So, so then my manager came up to my, so, so you had, you had a kind of a job coach manager on the scheme throughout the whole, throughout the whole course. And I, and so the manager at Nando's came up to my manager of the internship and said, look, Will has got such love and such passion for For chicken. Well, (laughs) For chicken and for and for the and for the company as well, Mark. Oh, don't forget God. that. Of course. But don't forget that it's not it's not all just about the chicken. <laughs> um, well, I'm a vegetarian. But, well, well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, <laughs> That's good. You got a compliment on your working. So, right? so yeah, so yeah, exactly. So they thought, right, let's try and see if uh, we can get Will a paid job out of this. So. She sent round an email to kind of all the local manager, all the local kind of Nando's kind of around me, kind of trying to promote me and saying, right, this is what, you know, this is what is going to happen. You know, this is Will. He's been working. He's been with us for about a year or two. Um, he's got such love and such passion. Anyone wants to take him on for a paid job. And so, uh, so that was all going well. So within about kind of two days of that email going out, the Nando's Chiswick came forward and said, "Right, we'll see what this we'll we'll see what this young chap's like. Let's 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 bring him along for an interview and see what he's made of." So I thought to myself, "Oh, this this is a great opportunity. I'll get to have this is my first proper interview." So I got a proper grilling from Dad on the on the night before the interview, going right because obviously at an interview you don't obviously know what they're going to ask you. Yeah. So, um, so I got I got basically thrown questions left, right, and centre from Dad, saying, "Right, well, this what happens if you're going to ask you this? This is what you've got to say if you, they ask you this." And blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I went for my interview the next day, and walking to the restaurant, I was actually kind of quite nervous, yeah. but I was actually kind of I was, I was actually kind of really excited about it because I kind of thought, oh, there might there might be some kind of light here at the end of the tunnel if this interview goes well. Yeah. So manager sat me down. The interview went for about an hour, and at the end of it, my manager, the manager there, shook me by the hand and said, uh, "Congratulations, Will. You have got a paid job. You start on I think it was the Monday, I think, or something. I seem to remember. That's great. Or the Thursday or the Thursday. I can't. I can't seem to remember. And that was your first interview experience. And that was my. And that was. And that was my first interview experience. Which you know, as I said to you, it was kind of quite nerve wracking. But actually, it kind of feels kind of quite good knowing because actually, as you as as you go to the interview, obviously, you don't obviously know what it's going to be like obviously it's going to be you know it, it could either be you know one of two halves you could you know mm. do really well and they could say to you right we'll offer you the job straight away or they could say to you actually we'll 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 uh, we'll, we'll we'll put you on hold yeah. and, we'll, and we'll and we'll contact you in a future notice but actually i'm glad that they offered me on the job they offered me on the job which was uh 
prisoner. In the interview, interview. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, yeah. And so, yeah. Will, do you have any do you have any stories from Nando's? Anything to enlighten us that, yeah, about I, the company? I will try and so it's a very kind of at uh, uh, my, uh, my Nando's especially there is a very kind of there's a kind of a mix of kind of youthful people and kind of proper kind of adults um so you know and that and, that, and, that, and that's and that's kind of quite good for me because i get on with i get on with basically everyone so i'm <laughs> able to, not to so, teeter and hold not to, exactly yeah so um <laughs> so um so you know i'm able to you know chat to people you know chat to everyone can be everyone's really good really kind of you know open-armed and you know mm. everyone's all really kind presumably of that's why you got the job well that, well i yeah i presume so i think i think that might that might be one of the one of the reasons actually yeah, you're um, a good talker but thank you thank you as as, as you as you can probably tell from this obviously exactly. um, which is uh yeah which is good so um, you your job was to take people host them and bring them into onto their table exactly yeah. when they first come into exactly yes okay. and then to, and then to if need be go and wipe the table down once the customer once the customer had, once the customer or customers sorry yeah. have, have left um and so, and so then then the whole process starts yeah but obviously times have obviously changed now obviously with the world obviously that we're living yeah. in obviously so how but, long were you in that pay job for so i so i'm i'm still i'm, I'm still in it um how are you yeah yeah, yeah 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 so they've um so i started in uh april last year i want to say i think that might uh, uh, i think if my memory served me right so i've been there for you know you know quite a long time and it's mm. and it's very enjoyable you know um it's it, it's it's kind of actually quite good to actually go into kind of a rest in a kind of walk into like a restaurant not just not just as a customer but also as someone who kind of works there so yeah, you know so you know yeah. kind of going there on your day-to-day job um it's really you know you know it, it's been a really kind of good Kind of eye-opening eye experience, exactly. I agree. I think working in hospitality does great things for you. I think if yeah, anyone you... hasn't, they absolutely should. You learn yeah. to just do things that, you know, you're not told to. You learn mm, to pick up exactly. jobs. You, le- you learn to talk to people. I think it's a great experience. Yeah, because you, you did a little bit of hospitality work, didn't you? For, for, yeah, for I did. Work, I, didn't you? I, yeah, I mean, I still do hospitality work. Still I think it's great for work. students to pick it up. I, mm. I had a year off and I worked at Bill's Restaurant for... Yes. About six months um and yeah. i still go back there i mean obviously we've both struggled with the kind of not being in not being open for quite oh a while oh my god it's been it's it's been it's been it's been terrible um but so how then i mean we should probably move on to your fourth song will, we will tell we us do. a bit about that one and then we'll come back to you and then we'll come back program. to me so this so this so this so my penultimate song is uh champagne supernova by oasis my uh, now, parents' wedding song. Oh, is it really? Oh, I, I did not actually know that. What, what, what a good song to have your have your first dance to. It's it? very good. Um, so this, so this kind of brings back memories of the Cricket World Cup final, which obviously I've mentioned obviously before, uh, obviously uh, before we started, obviously. And um, so, during, so last uh, no, sorry, two years ago in twenty nineteen, England played the World Cup. England played. A, England were in a global World Cup tournament final, uh, basically for the first time ever. And um, basically the game went to, uh, so the main game finished 
tied, which basically meant that the game went to what is called a super over, which is basically for any of our listeners that don't know, a super over is basically like a penalty shootout in football. Uh, oh well, yeah, yeah. Um, you you each get you, you each get six balls to try and score as many runs as you can. Mm, they're and, very exciting. They keep. Oh my lord! <laughs> and you know, it's one of those games which I will never forget in in my lifetime. I think it still is, and probably and probably will be. I think the greatest game of cricket that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, in my life, because um, we're because we're because we because we were typical english and we made it really hard for ourselves by taking it right down to the to the nitty gritty yeah. um so uh, i so, remember yeah. it was the same time wimbledon final was on and it was we now, had about I'm like not... we had the phone then and the tv trying to watch like three games at once because it was all very intense <laughs> now i'm terribly sorry but i did not give it i know the tennis was on that day but i did not give a pants about the tennis <laughs> i did not if it was say Jock, if it was Federer against Nadal, I might have paid a bit more close well, attention. Well, I think it was it was Djokovic versus uh, oh Nadal. Federer, I think it was. Federer, was Federer, I think it was. I think it was. And uh, you know, it turned out how wrong I was because it, it that also turned out to be quite a thrilling, amazing game. I think I think the BBC did a documentary. I think basically based on that day with the. Because they also had the Wimbledon World, they also had the Cricket World Cup final. They had the, and um, they had the Wimbledon final, and they also had, I think, they had the F1 uh, British Grand Prix on, which I think Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, they know, did. Anyway. They did. You're right. Nobody, nobody cares. What about a day, so, eh? It's like Super Saturday. What a day, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. So this, it's, yeah. So yeah. This is um, funny enough. During the Super over, I had to leave uh, of the because uh, it, it it was really close and really like tense. I was like, right, I can't watch. So then Dad came in after the game and he said, right. It's gone to a champagne supernova. And believe it or not, in the newspapers next day, there was the headline on basically all the newspapers, champagne supernova, champagne supernova, England win a dramatic World Cup final. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, and all that. But, um, yeah. And so here yeah. it is. This song reminds you of that day, that awesome day. Yeah. Awesome here we day. go.
hope you don't mind, Will. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stop that one there. Absolutely just fine. because otherwise we might run out of time. Yes, exactly. Um, no, certainly. No, that's no, no, that's all good. And um, but what a brilliant song, eh? Oh, that's oh, that is, and actually, you know, Oasis are Oasis are a really good band. Not just not just because for writing that song, but they've written you know a load of very amazing songs. Yeah. Um, don't look back in anger. Also, don't look back in anger. Yeah, all good. Yeah. Um, released yeah. that year, and um, it was actually Paul Weller, who is the frontman from the Jam, that appeared as a guest guitarist and backing vocalist on that track, which I didn't I, know. No, neither did I. I, I didn't actually know that as well. That was. There you go, I'm teaching you things today. You are exactly, I know, right? I know. <laughs> so, Will, so you're still employed at Nando's, but you haven't worked yes. there for a while. Yes. Um, obviously, cricket is a huge passion for you. Yes. And yes. do you play, I mean, you do play club cricket. Yes. Tell us a bit about um, your memo- the memorial match for your mum. Yeah, so we have had that now running for probably the last, uh maybe five or six years really and how the memorial game is basically they try and play that game during the cricket season normally during the first week of june and it's basically just a game of just trying to basically get a whole group of just my friends and family all together just to play a game of cricket now some friends and family rock up and go Right, I don't even know what the hell I'm doing here. Why has my dad asked me to play in this? Is that us? What the hell is going? No, 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 no. Hang on. And there's people like your dad and you know Louis who take it properly seriously and go He's right. My brother. He's right. Like... I want to get to fifty and retire. So um, <laughs> they had a. So yeah. So yeah. They've. Um, I've. I've been. I've been quite annoyed actually that. That, that your dad has answered the call on a number of occasions to come back and play, but Louis, <laughs> but Louis has not. Um, so um, I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure he's I'm sure he'll listen to this and he'll and he'll probably think right and he's he's listening to this. So Louis, you you know what's coming, mate. When it comes to June, all right. I want to see your name <laughs> down on the team sheet. Yeah, no, they care. take it a bit seriously, don't they? Well, they're a bit overly competitive, I they, think. They are. They are very overly competitive. Why 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 would you put yourself down for? Uh, for one year have you been have you been quite busy do you know what will i um i had uh so i used to play cricket for those listeners that don't know and um i had a match the last match i've ever played was about was when i just finished my ib exam so it was about two years ago three years ago and um I my dad put me on to bowl, much to my dispute. I really did not want to. I hadn't bowled you know in a very what? long time. Do you know what? Do you, do you know, funny enough, I think I might have played in that exact same game with you. I think. I think you might have done too. I think it I went very, very badly. <laughs> I was standing. I was. I was. I was standing during the field, and I was going right. Come on, Martha. I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking to see a bowl. First ball goes completely down the leg side. I thought, right, this could be a. <laughs> This could be a this could be a twelve ball over here, you know. And it probably um, was. And it probably was a twelve ball over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, it was terrible. So that is why, Will, I I have had to refuse your offer <laughs> for the years following because I've been so traumatized by that. That's absolutely fine. Well, well, well. Do you know what you can do in future? You can, you can come and spectate if you want. You can come and spectate. You. I will. And you do. can watch and you can watch and see how us us boys do it well I was going to say see how me and Louie and your dad do it but um, 
and girls girls are, i mean I, I go, sure I girls actually yeah sorry sorry actually yeah sorry i should you actually say, say well. i should i'm sorry i should actually say actually that the england women as well have also won the cricket world cup as well so i need exactly. to i need to shush with that um i do need to shush a lot there <laughs> anyway um, we've, let's move on from that point yeah though. exactly yeah yeah let's go let's let's <laughs> so yeah i think that's a really nice a really lovely thing and i enjoyed it when yes. i went and i will be there again um so will what have we got left we've got a bit about how you, strictly the pandemic we we do have a quick um we can have a quick minute on your traveling experiences we can do yeah so i'd love to hear uh, about that so let's okay yeah I'll, t- I'll tell your listeners a little bit about the traveling experiences so uh, back about maybe a year or two years ago we so my dad had sold uh, his company so so my dad used to work in advertising for uh, those guys who don't know he set, he set up his own company with five other people and the business was going well um, but uh, they sold basically they got a money offer from I don't know if you or any of your listeners know uh, the the company called Capita and uh, so they offered um, my dad and the friends that he set up the company with a stash of money and said, right. So they all sat down together in a boardroom and said, right, Capita have offered us this amount of money. How many of the people want to stay at 33? And four out of the five that were there, including my dad, stuck his hand up and said, right, we will, you know, we, we will we will leave. Um, we will leave and we will, we will take kind of capital's money that, that they, um, that they get. Um, so, so with that, um, with that money that dad had, um, he thought, well, what could I do with the time that I've got off? Let's see if I could organize a once in a lifetime around the world trip. And that was really, that was like, I'm, I'm never normally one. There's, there's something about me that I, don't like you know I've been on many holidays with you I've done skiing holidays with you and all that but I think the less said about that the better um, <laughs> the less the less said about going down a red ski slope the better I think <laughs> um yeah that was it that you want to that tell was. us briefly about that Will about so that, so that was and so, so yeah so um so I, so your so your parents have got a ski chalet out in Morzine in France, which is basically in the mountains of uh, France. It's, it's basically near Switzerland, um, I think. Have I got that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, I have, yeah good. And um, so this, so your so your dad and your, and you guys invited us out there to to ski. And um, you know, I I've never been skiing before, so I thought to myself, right. We'll get lessons and we'll see what happens. So lessons, lessons are going really well. Um, and so we, so we went off skiing together and we went down, a, I think, I, th- I think, I think it was a red um, ski slope. And for those, for those people that don't know, red is, I think the, probably the second most hardest ski yeah. slope to go down. I think, yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think black is the hardest, I think, or something. Yeah, it goes green, blue, red, black. There you go. And um, so, and so, so your mum is going to meet, right, well, lunch is just down there. So <laughs> if you can just ski down there, you will all be absolutely fine. So I thought, right. And I, uh, at this time, I was absolutely, and excuse my language, I was literally, I felt like I was going to wee myself. I was really, <laughs> really nervous and really scared. So, so I felt terrible. 
So I can't tell. So there's all of you guys all bombing down there. You know, your brother Seth on his skateboard and uh, on his snowboard. snowboard yeah. Louis down on Louis down on his skis. And then, then there's me hanging on for dear life going, oh, my God, I don't know what on earth to do. Uh. So, so I get down to about halfway down the ski slope. And I thought to myself, right, sod this. I took my skis off and I did half it on my bum. You did. If you can't go, if that goes to show people, if at first you don't succeed, right, if you don't like something, just do it on your backside. There are alternative options. There are alternative ways to get down to lunch in, in, <laughs> in, in Morzine. And actually, and I actually, remember looking back and seeing you sliding down on your backside and laughing so hard. <laughs> and, and you know, I will very happily come skiing again with you guys again, Martha. But if your mum is taking a, willing to take me down a red ski slope again, I will say no. I will just take the chairlift and I'll meet you guys down at lunch. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'll let her know. I'll pass let her know that, James. Yes, please do. So sorry, that was a side note, Will. Keep going with your world. No, no, sorry, sorry, with the Round the World Tour. So we did a, so with the Around the World Tour, so um, my dad rang up this travel company and said, right, we have got, um, we, so I've got, I've got, I've got two boys and, and this is what they like doing, blah, blah, blah. And they said, okay, Stuart, we will, sorry, who, who's my, who's my dad, sorry. Uh, we'll we'll give you we'll give you half an hour, and in about half an hour they came back with this really long itinerary of you know what to do and you know what to do on each separate day. Um, we had we we had uh, Austra Australia was kind of already booked in advance by by my dad because um, we know some people out there in Australia and. Um, we were uh, so we went to go and see in Australia. We went to go uh, to the went to go to the we went to the Melbourne Cricket Ground and the Sydney Cricket Ground, both of which are cricket grounds. Sorry, in Australia, but not to see cricket. Fun enough to see Aussie Rules football. Oh, really? Which, which for the which for the first time I have never seen Aussie Rules football. For those for those of you that don't know, Aussie Rules football is basically it's it's basically kind of an equivalent of basically football and rugby league. They, 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 play, they play with a kind of a rugby shaped ball and you have to either, I think you have to throw it, basically you have to throw it to throw it to a person on your team. If you get closer to the goal, then I think you can kick it, I think, or something. Um, yeah, and right. you get, and you get, I think you get a certain amount of points. Um, if you, I think if you kick a field goal, I think you get five points. And there's loads of players on the, on the it's pitch. Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely mad. And you've got like four umpires or something on the side yeah. of the pitch. It's like utterly mad. Um, so oh, that, wow. was, that was, so great. that was, yeah. So, so that was, um, so that, so, so that, that was really good. But for, but for, so we, so first of all, we flew into Tokyo and we saw, um, and uh, so we were, we were very, very jet lagged in Tokyo. And it was so hot at that time as well. We went, I think, at kind of June or May time. So it was a, it was about, sorry, excuse me. It was about, um, about maybe 40, 40 degrees, maybe 40 plus degrees. So really hot. So we, so we would start walking somewhere and then we'd have to stop after like five minutes because the heat was just so unbearable and the humidity was just really uh, un unbearable. So um, we did, so we went, Tokyo, Australia, and Costa Rica, wow. and Costa, Costa Rica. Costa Rica was amazing because you got to see. We organised this. Um, 
we organized this kind of bird um kind of sightseeing tour and we went with a, we went with a kind of like a a professional kind of kind of bird watcher who's kind of like who and he brought like a special like kind of camera with him so he was able to get up really nice and close mm. and take photos of the birds and all that um so that was so that was Costa Rica, really, really it's good. very much known for its its birds and its wildlife have you been to have you have you been to any of those places before uh, I've been to Costa Rica actually yeah and mm. you know my granddad is a bird watcher so he raves about it and says oh, does he really and oh. I mean we we went when I was very young but yeah absolutely beautiful I mean we're so lucky to be able to have traveled we like are that, aren't we exactly exactly which um and obviously of course you know in this current time obviously we just pray yeah and hope seems that, like a dream that you know things will that hopefully fingers crossing will get back to normal, back to normal. Sooner, sooner rather than later so well so as you were talking about things going back to normal how has your lockdown been I mean I know Strictly has been a big part of it and that brings us on to our last song it has it has been a bit of a it has been a bit of a struggle um you're the, still working though aren't you I am uh, yeah I am still working which will which 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 will maybe come on to in a bit um but my uh, so my lockdown experience it's been the first lockdown especially was really hard you basically couldn't do anything if you can remember rightly. I mean, because at first of all, when back in February last year, everyone kind of thought, "Oh, this, oh, this will just be a joke. This will, this will go away in maybe a month or two months' time." But but then, as soon as it came into the UK, everyone thought, "Oh, crikey, this is actually now. This is actually now really kind of starting to like really like daunting. It's been really daunting, and so." Um, and so, and so basically it's, and I, no, I, I, I don't want to be really annoying here, but I, but I, but I will be, if you don't mind, No. you know, you're, you know, you know, you're, you know, you're in my lives. And for many of your uni friends that are probably listening to this, this has, this has ruined their lives in terms of socializing, you know, exams being taken, you know, going out to parties, you know, you can't do that. You know, you know, I had my 21st birthday. Uh, well, it was supposed to be last year, but that, that was that was cancelled. Like like everyone else's birthday parties um, last year, they had a they they they, they had a very nice. Um, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, I'd a very nice lockdown um, birthday and all that, which was yeah, which, which I was really agree. nice. Actually. I think it's unfortunately been you know a lot of kind of the youth experience, student experience mm. has been stripped away. I mean, I I completely understand it's extremely difficult for. The, you know everyone majority mm. of the population I just do think sometimes we are our generation are overlooked slightly however yes yeah yeah I mean I mean how's it been for you in the in in the whole lockdown situation how's that been yeah I think being students quite difficult um you know at this time I think the thing that's been overlooked the most is just like the relationships that have really suffered um friendships mm. at university over mm. kind of rules rule breaking i for yes. one i'm a big advocate for following the rules but a lot of students yes. are not going yeah, 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 to yeah. follow the rules I, yeah um, and they're gonna rebel and so i think you know there's a lot of relationships that have suffered because of that specifically in houses um yeah and yeah. just it's quite an intense environment yeah so i think third lockdown a lot of people haven't gone back no 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 exactly um and so that you know kind of brings me on to my my final song yes which is uh the show must go on um 
by by Queen, which um, Bill Bailey uh, he won this year's Strictly Dancers. I'm a massive Strictly fan. I've, I, that's, that's kind of actually another reason actually of my mum's actually the whole reason why I got into Strictly was actually through my mum actually. She, mm. was a, she was a really big kind of Strictly advocate. We would sit down every not every Saturday night that it was on, and we would sit down, and we'd watch it. Um, and so I've gone through the whole, you know kind of Bruce Forsyth unfortunately sadly dying yeah, and you know because he, he was a he was a big part of Strictly obviously and um so um I I personally don't think looking back on this year's competition that Bill Bailey should have won it I there may there may there may be people who are probably listening to this going actually well what are you talking about <laughs> um, what are you talking about I'm probably I'm, pro- I'm probably not going to get absolutely slaughtered now from some of your uni friends and well I don't know say, how people watch say, it Will I don't think well that, you never that know about generation if I'm honest <laughs> well there we go um so this yeah so yeah so so this song basically sends out a song it sends out a message to everyone saying that basically you know the show must go on you know regardless of what we've been doing it's not just a small population of people that have been affected by this we're all in this together and yeah. so you know hopefully in the current climate by you know april may june whenever boris says he's gonna he's gonna lift restrictions and when daily death and all that start to fall and everything we can hopefully get back to you know kind of living our normal lives which uh let's hope so, let's hope so yeah let's well hope here so. you go to all those to power through this last lockdown this yeah. is the show must go on will's last song by queen Take it anymore. 
I'm just going to stop it there, Will, as we need to come to an oh, yeah. end in a minute. But that was a mega, mega, mega. What a treat. song that is! And again, same, um, same as with my, uh, same as with the Oasis song as well. You know, they've, you know, they've done some amazing um, songs, Queen. And um, yeah, it was just, you know, it's. Uh, I, I think it's a really good Queen song, personally. Yeah, and it was, you know, it's talking about how Freddie Mercury like continues to perform coming to the end of his life. Um, I think that's what it was referring to because obviously he had HIV. Oh, yeah, he did, he did, and actually, and actually, the the film as well, Bohemian Rhapsody as well. That was a really good kind of insight into his life and was, what whatever what everything what, well what it what it was like. Great lockdown film recommendation, that is. Really good, really good, yes. So, Will, quickly, just to finish off, um, I don't know if you've thought about it through the programme, but through the programme, through the podcast, but um, I would quite like to hear one of your best and worst moments of your current job, which we haven't quite got onto, but you do work in a school, don't you? I do, and during this this pandemic, um, I've had to to go in, actually, because I'm... I'm now classed as an essential key worker as I'm working with students who have got special, uh, who've got special educational needs. Um, it's basically college students with special educational needs. And that has been a real kind of struggle for the first, I mean, I've now kind of calmed down a bit now, but the first kind of year or so, sorry, the first kind of two, three months, I really struggled in that lead up to Christmas. I really struggled because you know, I didn't know what the students were going to be like. I didn't know, you know, what, you know, what, what I was going to expect. Um, and I kind of thought to myself at Christmas, right, I want to quit. I want to leave. But I had, I had a, you know, sit down with my dad and a few other people. And I told them that this is the situation where I'm at. And they said, look, Will, don't do that. Don't give in. See it through to the end. And because you never know, this might, you know, change your life. And um, I mean, uh, to be honest, I mean, in some ways it kind of has actually, um, basically working with um, college students and all that. Um, my, be- my best and worst uh, job, uh, sorry, my best and worst moment, sorry about um, coming back to your question, Ma, is probably my best moment is probably just kind of meet, just kind of meeting the students and kind of, Get, getting getting to know them and kind of seeing you know you know how the best way is how the best way I can to support them in mm. their um in in their in their studies or their um or in their uh, life whatever and um is that I so are you also, also a mentor as well I guess as well so as- I'm a, I, well, I've, I well I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say a mentor I'm there I'm there I'm there mainly to support the students but I'm there also as well I, 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 I suppose you kind of say I'm there as a mentor as well because I'm there to kind of talk to students as well if ever they need to someone to talk to about yeah you know there's, there's been some horrible stuff going on with as so-and-so student and yeah. This has not been, you know, this has not been very good. This is best how I would approach it and all that, blah, blah, blah. Um, which, which goes on to my, my worst moment, which I would probably say, my kind of like my bad moment is, um, I would probably say I've had to sort out, since I've been there, I've had to sort out a couple of fights and a couple of arguments. And when I'm saying not, I mean, when I'm talking fights, I'm not talking proper kind of slappy slappy fights i'm talking like proper like 
arm guards up and properly like hitting in the stomach and wow. you know all that so i've had to i've had to break up a couple of those which has been which has been quite been quite interesting quite challenging because yeah you've got to because you've got to kind of factor in as well right you've got to do what kind of best for the student but you've also got to work out right how can i not get hurt in that in that situation as well yeah. um definitely so yeah that so yeah that's all been a little bit of a struggle but you know i would i would say to kind of kind of anyone who i would say and this is just a little kind of message that i've just thought actually throughout the podcast i would say mm-hmm. for anyone who is thinking of kind of quitting a job or just doing whatever or kind of, kind of quitting their studies or anything is the case with your uni students don't do that because you never know that it could lead to something further down the line, you know, um, you know, so, you know, by, by kind of giving up, you kind of think oh, I've missed out on doing X, Y, Z, yeah. but actually going, you know, if you carry on and pursuing that and pursuing your dream that you want to do, you hopefully will get there. So, yeah. And finding going back to the root of why you chose to go into into that sector or into that job or into that education I always find is really useful because you then mm. you then reconsider oh this is why I wanted to do it yeah, exactly yeah yeah yeah. but yeah, then again you... there's also the message if you really don't enjoy it do quit because everything in life no, exactly is... yeah yeah exactly exactly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean if you yeah I mean if you've always put 100% into it then you will kind of really enjoy it because you've done you've done a little bit of work haven't you at um I think when you did your 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 travels, I think you did you did a bit of schooling, did you? Well, well, yeah, I, mean, I, I did. I did teach in the Netherlands primary school, yeah. And it is. Yeah. Really, I mean, it's really challenging, but I think that's a great message to end with. Well, I think mm, mm. like sticking something out is is really is really important because you know you've come so far. You've gone from working in Nando's. I mean, you still are to working in yeah. primary school, and you must have learned a lot. And I think. I have, yeah been great to have you on the show because it's been an eye-opener to those that don't fancy university I mean it's great to go Will is a great example of going into the real working world World world. and you know learning on the job and you're you're a great demonstrator of that so thank you well no thank you very much Martha for having me on it's been an honor and (laughs) they've been fab songs I hope you've all enjoyed it yeah 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 (laughs) thanks a lot Will no no worries See you later. Have a lovely rest of your lockdown.